exige, move God to release the breakthrough. If we could all repeat after me with a loud voice, praises, praises, move God, move God. To release, to release the breakthrough. The breakthrough. I can't hear nobody this morning. Praises, praises. Move God, move God. To release, to release the breakthrough. Hallelujah, beloved. I stand to let us know this morning in this message that praise proceeds supplication during prayer. Praise to praise God proceeds is come first before we present our needs, our requests to God during prayer. And we could see the physical form of it in our relationships that if you have a, a, a boyfriend or girlfriend or uh, you know you have loved ones, uh, husband or wife, sometimes, it's most mostly our our ladies, our wives, uh, or our daughters. They know how to pamper us, and most times they might not want anything. Most times they might not need anything, but sometimes they probably do need something. But they could, you know, come and uh, pamper, flatter you with some. Kind, sweet, nice words, and uh, I could, you know, not just my wife, but my daughter has to know how to, you know, kind of say nice words to me, and that is what praises are. That in our prayers, when we are before God presenting our needs, we 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 talk about how good God is. We talk about some of the great things, the blessings, some of the things that God has done in our life. And it could come in the form of music. Thank God for our great musicians. Brother Young, thank you. God bless you. Uh, Brother Abdul, Woo! Brother Daniel, Esther, First Lady, uh, um, 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 Ariel, you know, that are up here. And God is using them to bless us. It's the beginning of great things to come. So our praise is what God has done for us. Thanking God for what he has done for us. And so our, uh, as I'm using a, a human example, anytime you, uh, uh, your wife or your daughter or it could be your sons or whoever it is that comes in your presence, and have to make a request, but they stop being nice and kind. So, oh, you are the best dad in the whole world. Amen. You are the, the greatest mother in the whole world. You are the best grandmother I ever had. You are the best grandfather I ever had. Oh, you are the greatest one. You are the greatest husband yes. I ever knew. You are so sweet. And you have always been there for me. You could be a friend. And we said this lovely, nice, kind wish. But that same applies to God. Mm -hmm. When we come to God in prayer, and we start with talking about the goodness of God, talking about what he has done, the blessings he has already given us. And then we say, oh, 
or mother, grandfather, grandmother, wife, husband, could you help me with so, so, and so? If even you are not going to do it, because of this praise they show it on you, it will move you to do what they are asking you to do if you have it. If you have it, you are going to release it and even without thinking twice. This is how God also operates. When we praise God, we move God to release the blessings. When we praise him, we move him to release the breakthrough. When you receive praise, it causes you to do more. It causes you, it touches you to do more. To want to do more for whoever it is. Beloved, praises bring more out of us as humans. So does it move God to do more for us. Your praises move God to do more for you. Let's look at Jacob uh, about to uh, embark on a trip to Egypt. He was living in Canaan, but had to move and the whole entire family because Joseph now was uh, the minister. Joseph now was the second in command in the land of Egypt and has requested Pharaoh. They have found favor in the sight of Pharaoh in time of hardship where famine has uh, taken over the land and Pharaoh has requested that the whole family move to Egypt thousands of years ago as I speak. And so Jacob, before he left, went to, I mean, where his family, his fathers had an encounter with God. They had no church yet. This time there was no church. So wherever you have an encounter with God, you build an altar, you put something there to make that place special. So Abraham had put an altar there. And, and, and so he also, and Isaac, their father, also had an altar there because they had an encounter with God. So it had been a place like a church when they needed the grace and the favor of God, when they were in need of a word from God, they went there to receive a word, to have an encounter with God. So with this uh, 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 trip that he wanted to know if it was God, see, he had to inquire of God. He had to seek God before he took a step. And that should teach us something in our decision making in every area of our life. So Genesis chapter 46 verse 1 to 3 Jacob went and offered a sacrifice. This time it was a thanksgiving sacrifice, thanksgiving offering. He already went to give thanks to God. He went to thank God for God for what God is going to do ahead of him as he traveled with the entire family to Egypt. Let's look at it. It says, so Israel set out with all that he had and came to Bathsheba, where both his father and grandfather had worshipped God and offered sacrifices to God 
of his father Isaac. And God what, spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. And he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you, your descendants, a great nation there. He gave thanks offering. He gave thanks to God in an act of sacrifice. And 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 5 to 6. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 5 to 6. Let's look at King Solomon, the greatest and the wisest and the richest king that ever lived in that time, thousands of years ago. Because God made himself. Let's look at what he did. He said, King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. In this way, the king and all the people, they dedicated God's house. When the first church was built, when the first temple was built, they dedicated the house by giving thanks by saying, thank you, God, for bringing us this far. With that, um, that, that type of uh, a sacrifice, they gave thanks to God with all those animals. Hallelujah. Unbeatable. And let's look at what happened when God accepted that thanks. Let's look at 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12. And it says, then the Lord appeared to Solomon, by night, Jacob received a word from God, saying, giving thanks, praising God. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer, and I have chosen this place for my house as a house of sacrifice. Hallelujah. God accepted the offering. It was a great thanksgiving. So the offering, these offerings, were an act of praising God. An act of praising God. They offered huge sacrifices and God accepted them and spoke what he was about to do, their blessings. And from that hour, if you read going God, this is when God made him the wisest king and God blessed him to be the richest man. It was after this type of Thanksgiving sacrifice. Beloved, Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Let's look at it. It said, do not be anxious or worried about anything. But in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and what? Petition what? With thanksgiving, with praise, praising God, thanking Him for what he has already done, that he has the power to do what you are asking him. Continue to make your specific request known to God. So you thank God you, by praising him. So thanksgiving is what praising God. Beloved, praising not only involves voicing our thanks to God, but also offering a thanksgiving sacrifice in the form of giving. Your giving 
you could give. Sometimes you could just give to God as a means of thanking him. You could just look at some of the great and marvelous things God has done in your life and you take something and act, perform an act of giving and say, God, I thank you with some type of a giving in appreciation of God's grace and message. Of in appreciation of God's grace and message, we have seen typical examples of that in the scriptures. Amen. Beloved, sacrifice means an act of giving up something. The word sacrifice means an act of giving up something that you want, something that you barely want to keep in order to get something. Sacrifice is an act of giving up something we really want and we want to keep so bad, but we give it up in order to get something back. We give it up on God in order to get something back. Or we give it up to help the poor. We give it up to help someone who is in need. And in that wise, it is an act of God. It is an act of God. This means also giving up what? Our pride. When we have to sacrifice, when we have to give thanksgiving offering, we have to give up our pride. We have to be humble and give thanks to God. In sacrifices, at thanksgiving offering, we have to give up our pride and be humble to thank God. But if God have to release the breakthrough through our praises, through our thanksgiving, what does the word breakthrough mean to you and I? What is the meaning of breakthrough? Beloved, I came to this uh, revelation that breakthrough means receiving an assistance to achieve success in a particular sphere or activity. Receiving assistance from who? Receiving assistance from God. Receiving assistance from God to achieve success in a particular sphere or activity. And we could all relate to that. That will mean everything concerning our life. Our finances, our relationship, our health, our peace, our businesses, our career, our job, in the marriage, in the relationship. Assistance from the power of God. Beloved, praising God, the word praise is our service to God. To praise God is to offer a service to God. And in that sense, every service demands for a sacrifice. Every service to serve in any capacity, any dimension, it will call for a sacrifice. You have to give up something. You have to make the effort to perform an act of sacrifice. You have to give up something. Remember I said, you have to give up your pride and be humble. You have to give up 
have something you want, we are all prideful. We are very prideful sometimes about our careers. We take pride in our achievements. We take pride in our families. We take pride in the great success we have we have achieved. We take pride in them. But to thank God, we have to give up our position in humility, saying that God, you are the source of all this. You are the source of my, uh, my victory. You are the source of my breakthrough. You are the source of the healing in my life. You are the source of the peace. You are the source of the provision and the supply. You are the source of making this blessing happen to me. So you make the effort to offer sacrifices or to praise, offer praise unto God. When we praise God, we acknowledge him for being the source of every blessing on our life the ones our eyes could see and the ones our eyes cannot see. The ones our eyes could see and the ones our eyes cannot see. Beloved, we see God did not just command us to praise him, to offer the service of praise, but he made us for that very purpose. God made us to be in a constant habit of praising him, of saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the breath I breathe. Thank you, God, for good eyesight, for I could see. Thank you, God, that I could walk. Thank you, God, that today I could eat. My elimination have no difficulties. Do you know it'll be a problem if you're constipated for a couple of days? Or you can't urinate. Just every elimination system in your body shuts down. You, 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 you're really going to be in a, some type of a mess. But you see, these are things that we don't even thank God for. We don't thank God because we are able to go when we want to go. We don't thank God we are able to urinate when we want to urinate. Because you know why? There are people that are carrying catheters around. Have you ever thought about that? There are people that are carrying catheters around. As a nurse, I've been in, a, in the process of inserting one, and I know it might be painful. Uh, because trying to find, you know, hardware to install it, Kevin, you also work in a, in a, in a hospital. So it could be a problem. But we don't thank God for all these. We take it for granted. But God expects us to thank him. This is why he created us. We see a typical example of King David, who was always praising God, and wrote Psalms. The first Psalm 150 we, we read as a responsive scripture reading was written by King David. <coughs> Most of the Psalms were written by King David. And in all, we hear him praising God, giving thanks to God for all that God has done. And that encourages us 
Even when we are afflicted, even the poor, not to see what is going on around us, but overlook all circumstances and give thanks to God. And say, Lord, I thank you, even in this situation, because I know you are God. Right? If you thank God in your state of affliction, if you thank God in your state of hardship, you are saying, God, you are powerful. Even though I'm afflicted, even though I'm sick, even though I'm finding this uh, financial challenges, crisis, even though uh, the career is not going the way I want it to go, even though the business is not prospering successful the way I want it to go, but if you be in a constant habit of saying, God, I thank you because you are powerful. You are the source of the blessing. And like I illustrated with the wife and the children and all that, you are pampering God. God, I thank you. Oh, you could do this for me. I know you could do it. You've done it in the past. I thank you for already doing it. Thank you, Jesus, for already coming through for me. That will move the heart of God to release the blessing. Because God will know what is in your heart that you are more concerned about who? The one that blesses than the blessings. You are more concerned about your relationship with the Father than what he could give you. Than what he could give you. But have you realized that when your wife is offering praise or your husband is offering praise and you do not identify with the genuineness of it, you don't give. You say, oh, you know, you just want to just, you finding a way to, you know, take from me. But God says the genuineness of our heart and our praise, just like our loved ones, and his heart is moved to release the breakthrough. Beloved, Praising God should be part of our lifestyle. Praising God because God could praise, could cause uh, objects, could put life in objects and cause them to praise Him. That's how powerful He is. Our first lady was illustrating that He will bring a, a, something, a dog to push to, to say amen. God, that's how powerful God is. He could raise stones. And put breath in them to, to bless him, to praise him, if we don't do it. Because what, how did God create us? He took death and put life in the death. He took death from the earth and molded it into a human being and put life in it. Hallelujah. That is how powerful God is. Praise should be part of our lifestyle. Thanking Jesus every step we take. When we take a moment of our business to thank God for what he has already done and what he is about to do next, it is a way of saying, Father God, give me more. When we take a moment of our business, when we make the effort, that is why I say what? Praising God is like a sacrifice we give unto him. Because it's a service. We, we give honor to God as a service. Hallelujah. Why? You ought to leave everything alone and position your heart and get deep in your in your in your in your self, your your spirit, 
and offer thanks to God. We are saying, Father, give me more. In my health, give me more. In my finances, give me more. In my relationship, give me more. Let's look at um, Psalm 100, Psalm 100. Let's look at Psalm 100. We read Psalm 150. Let's look at Psalm 100. And that was also written by, by, by King David. It says, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Shout the Lord with gladness and delight. Come before his presence with joyful singing. Know and fully recognize with gratitude that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. And we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Enter his gates with a song of what? Thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless and praise his name. Hallelujah. Bless and praise his name. For the Lord is what? Good. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness endures to all generations. Hallelujah. His faithfulness endures to all generations. But what is the difference between worship and praise? What is the difference? Is there any difference between worship and praise? But you say, Pastor, why are you talking about this? But uh, the effectiveness of our worship and our praise will be impactful when we understand what we're doing. For our worship and our praises to be effective, we, we need to know and understand what we're doing. We need to know why we're offering worship. We need to know why we're offering the praise. Beloved, worship is our humble adoration of our almighty God, recognizing his exalted, his exalted position and divine qualities. Recognizing him as he is the almighty God and looking at his position in the heavenlies as the God of all gods and his divine qualities. But that is worship. When we praise God, we voice out our sincere thanks, deep thanks, meaning the thanksgiving we're offering for who God is and what he has done. Who he is and what he has done. More especially the blessings he has released on our lives. The blessings. So we praise God for the blessings and we worship God for how powerful, for how the, the mightiest and how powerful he is. In that sense, we submit unto God without pride. Pride is out of the way. And we submit unto God as the one who is worthy. He is worthy to be worshipped. And express devotion for the one whose love is unfailing. His love is unfailing. His unconditional love. We know that by God's divine grace and message, 
we receive his blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. We know that by God's what? Grace and divine message, we have received every blessing, the ones that we do not even uh, recognize as blessing. It is by God's grace and message we have received it in the name of Christ. Amen. And as I described, King David described the ways we should praise God when we offer praise in Psalm 150. Praise and worship, they are different, but they flow together. They are intertwined. Praising God and worshiping God are different in certain ways, but they flow together. That is why we mention them together. When it's time to praise God, we say, let rise up, let us offer praise and worship to God. You realize that if you pay attention around the church, when it's time to worship God, we say, let us rise up and offer praise and worship together. They flow together. We praise God for what he has done in our lives, more so the blessings, and we worship God for who he is as the creator of man, the creator of the heavenish and the earth. And our worship describes how powerful God is. Our worship describes how powerful God is. Our praise, we offer thanksgiving for every blessing he has blessed us. All around our lives, our household, our children, everything that involves our life. Beloved, what is the impact of praise on our lives? What is the impact? One, Praise focuses our minds and whole inner being on God. To praise God, we focus our mind and our whole innermost being on God. And that connects our heart with God. Praise focuses our innermost being, our heart on God, and it also connects our heart with God. Two, praise causes the glory which contains the presence of God to be released in the atmosphere or environment. When you praise God, it causes the glory of God which contains the presence of God to be released in the environment or the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Amen. If you praise God in your house, your house will be what? Impacted with the glory of God. And the presence of God. When you identify the chaos, the confusion in the home, where there's no peace, it means the glory of God is not in existence there. The presence of God is not there. So a home, a family that comes together to praise and give thanks to God always have the impartation of the glory and the presence of God in there. Because when the glory comes in, every dark force, every negative force that is operating in that home environment dissipates, runs out. Because the enemy spirit cannot stay where the power of God is. The impact of our praise. Hallelujah. Psalm 22 verse 3. It says, Psalm 22 verse 3. It says, 
But ye are not, uh, yeah, but you are holy. All you who are enthroned in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. We see a typical example of this in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. Paul and Silas, who were held in prison and description of scriptures, they were put behind double bars in order for them not to escape. And a strong guard was put in front of them, the iron bars. So there was sections, first bar, second bar, and they were kept all the way for them not to escape. That is how the, their crime was considered. But the word of the Lord says, in the middle of the night, Firstly, you see why I always call for 12 a.m. prayers in the middle of the night. Hallelujah. Let's look at the let's look at the the, 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 the scripture. In the middle of the night, as they pray and worship God, the iron bars and the shackles that I see, look at how they were kept. They were kept beyond be, uh, double bars and shackles changed were put at the ankles. And so in the midnight hour, when they began to offer praises, when they began to thank God and sing praises, there, shoot, there was an earthquake. Hallelujah. And the chains fell on the ankles. And the bars of the prison shattered open. Hallelujah. They were released. They experienced deliverance. So would you, so would you and I, when we constant offer thanksgiving and praise to God, singing hymns unto God and praising Him and thanking Him, we shall experience deliverance in every bondage, every captivity we might be held with. Let's look at Acts chapter, chapter 16, verse 25 to 27. It says, But about midnight, when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Midnight hour. Midnight hour prayers. Hallelujah. Awesome and powerful. Suddenly, let us all say, suddenly, 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 there was a great earthquake so powerful that the very foundations of the prison were shaken and at once all the doors were open, and everyone's chains were unfastened. Everything powerful. How powerful giving thanks to God is. The third point praise, focus on God instead of our problems. When you praise God, your mind focus on God instead of your problems. And because what we see God as the one who has answers to our problems. We see him as the one who has answers to our problems. When we praise him, our mind is focused on him. Because we identify with God as the one who has answers to our problems. Answers to our worries. And by so doing, this pushes our worries to the background. This pushes our worries to the background. Praise, the fourth point, praise and thanksgiving strengthens our faith. 
praises and thanksgiving strengthens our faith. Because when we speak of God's marvelous works, we are reminded of all that God has done already. We are reminded of all that he has done already. And this increases our faith in him and also increases our faith in his plan for us so that we could wait on him. When you have faith in the plans God has for your life, you are very patient. You are patient. You wait on God to fulfill that plan, to fulfill that promise in your life. Beloved, as we recall God's past provision and supply, it strengthens our hope for his future delivery. It strengthens our hope if we recall the provision and the supply, the blessings of God, it's what? It, it strengthens our hope for his what? Future delivery. So if we are expecting God to deliver in the future, our hope is strengthened to wait on God. Let's look at the fifth point. It says, Thanksgiving and praise voices our dependence on God. Thanksgiving and praise voices our dependence of God and frees us from fear and releases peace in our heart. When you cultivate a constant habit of praising and thanking God, which means in every time, whether it's good or bad, you are thanking God. You are praising Him, whether good or bad. What that means is that you, you are voicing how your dependence, how your living is dependent on God. And by so then, that will free your heart from any fear and release the peace of God in your heart. Praises opens our heart to receive the joy of the Lord, which provides what? Strength in our weakness. When you praise and thank God, it opens your heart to receive the joy of the Lord. And that word the word of the Lord says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Because it is not happiness that you experience momentarily. It is not happiness you experience momentarily. It is not just temporary. It is not the temporary happiness. It is not when you you only feel happy when you hit the bottle. It is not only you feel happy when you are on the casino machines. It is not only when you feel happy when you overshop or you overeat or you 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 whatever you do to satisfy your flesh. It is not that because those are what temporary for a moment. But the joy of the Lord is permanent and it fills your heart to the core. And it provides strength for your weakness. Amen. The sixth point in the last thanksgiving and praise is a weapon against our enemy's plans towards us. When you cultivate a constant habit of thanking God and praising God, it's like a weapon against the plans of your enemies. Your praise and your thanks becomes a weapon God uses against your enemy's plans towards you. When you cultivate a habit 
of thanking and praising God are not cashing, are not taking matters in your own hands, are not trying to fight you know, with your own energy, but living every situation when you are right or uh, when you know you have, you have been cheated out of something, when you know you are right, but you, are you have been proven wrong, begin to thank God, begin to praise God, and that will be a weapon against the enemy's plans towards you. Whatever the enemy, enemy meant for bad, when you praise and thank God, he will turn it around. He will turn it around for your good. He will turn it around for your good. Let's look at Psalm 9, verse 1 to 4. Psalm 91. Psalm, no, Psalm 9. Psalm 9, verse 1 to 4. It says, I will give thanks and praise the Lord. I will what? Give thanks and praise the Lord. But why? Because it is two forms. Just voicing it out. Or offering a sacrifice, or singing hymns, just like we do at church. So these are the forms. That's why they wrap together, thanking and praising God. So it could be a thanksgiving offering, sacrifice. It could be voicing our Lord, I thank you for the blessing. Or it could be singing unto the Lord with all what, with all my heart. I will tell aloud. That's why you see, when it's time of prayer, I say, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and sing unto God. All your wonders and mouth, I will what? Tell aloud all your wonders and marvelous deeds. I will rejoice and exhort in you. I will sing praise to your name. Oh, most high. When my enemies turn back, they what? Stumble and perish before me. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You have what? Sat on the throne judging righteously. When my enemies try to attack, what do they do? They stumble and fall because what? My praise, my worship, and my thanksgiving sacrifice is in that presence. And as these great men of God receive victory, so would we when we thank God and praise Him. Hallelujah. Have you realized that everybody is asking God for something? Everybody that is a child of God asks God for something. So who catches the attention when a sacrifice is offered? Who will catch your attention when you have two children that are asking you for something? But this child of yours, he or she sacrifices. Right? But this one here, he's just asking. Who will catch your attention? You see how powerful sacrifices, sacrifice as thanksgiving, sacrifice as a service, any form of sacrifice, doing good to somebody. You see that difference it creates in the sight of God. God operates in likeness like how we do. 
things. Hallelujah. So that it will be meaningful. We give God all the glory and all the honor. Let everything that has breath. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's praise God. Let's give him all the glory.